0: Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Make sure to check it out and tell them the Locked On Podcast Network sent you. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Thursday, August 19th. I'm your host Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you could also check out my strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to follow the podcast. You can also leave me a review if you want to as well. It's all free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, etc. And you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please go and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. Good morning, everyone. As always, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. I gotta admit, I am super stoked for today's episode. It's one that I've been wanting to do for a while now. Um, but even when things have been kind of slowing down for the past couple of weeks, there have still been a bunch of extensions that have been coming out, one that I'm actually about to get into here in just a second. Um, but there's also, you know, been... The stuff with the two lawsuits, there's been the updates on Marc-Andre Fleury and how that affects the Blackhawks for this upcoming season, so there's just been some things that have kind of prevented me from doing this the past few weeks, but finally, today, I will be taking a full and complete dive into all these selections, or part one, I guess I should say, of the selections that the Blackhawks made in the 2021 NHL Draft. Uh, Tomorrow I'll be finishing things up, there's a few players that due to time reasons, I had to leave for tomorrow. Um, but also, either next week or the week after that, but hopefully next week, though, if all things go well, I'm going to be having a special guest here on the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, an NHL draft analyst, who will join me and will go over all these draft picks made by the Blackhawks once again and kind of just get some more thoughts on... Uh, the Blackhawks and and the players that they wound up taking, so um, be looking forward to that here in the next, hopefully next week, Uh, but I'll also be doing a little bit of diving into those picks myself on the show here today as well, but the first thing I wanted to get into is forward Mackenzie Entwistle signing a two-year contract extension with the Blackhawks on Wednesday morning. Uh, going back a few years, Entwistle was a third-round pick of the Arizona Coyotes in 2016. He came over to Chicago as part of the Marion Hosa trade after he retired to that unfortunate skin condition. The Blackhawks made that move with Arizona to get his contract off our hands. Um, and for the past couple of years now, prior to last season, Entwistle was one of the few forward prospects that the Blackhawks had where that they seemed to be uh, pretty excited about his future. The forward pipelines for the or the forward part of the pipelines for the Blackhawks had been kind of uh, a question mark the last few seasons. But Entwistle was one of the few players that they had high hopes for. And then finally last year, Entwistle stepped onto the scene and made his NHL debut in Chicago wound up playing in five games for the Hawks in the final stretch of the season and he actually looked pretty good down there on that fourth line along with Mike Hardman those two showed some chemistry together in the few games of action that they had and of course they both set each other up for their first NHL tallies uh, which was a cool moment for you know a, a Blackhawks team that had completely folded in the second half of the season to miss out on the playoffs it was a cool moment for those two youngsters uh one game I, I think it was Hardman got his first, and then the next game or two games later... Entwistle or uh, Hardman sent up Entwistle for his first NHL tally and then they both jumped into each other's arms in celebration behind the net at the United Center. That was a super cool moment there for those two. So it was only fitting that Entwistle signed the same exact extension that Hardman did just a few days prior. And just like Hardman, Entwistle is still signed on for the upcoming season before the extension kicks in. The only difference is that Hardman is making a little bit more coin than Entwistle is at, Hardman's at $912,500, whereas Entwistle's, <clears throat> excuse me, Whistle's only at $811,667. But after the conclusion of this season, next summer, both players will be making $800,000 through the 2023-2024 campaign for the Blackhawks. And if those two guys are able to become staples of their bottom six in the next few years, those could be some nice, cheap price tags for each of them. And that could help out uh, the Blackhawks as Seth Jones' extension kicks in while Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane are still on the books at $10.5 million each. And for Entwistle and Hardman, uh, I know it was limited time up at the NHL level, but I thought both those guys played pretty well and, and showed there is some upside there down in the Blackhawks bottom six potentially. Both showed off their uh impressive size and, and physicality. Entwistle's another big body at six foot four. Um only about hundred and eighty five pounds though, which uh I would definitely like to see him add to it and bulk up a little bit more in the next couple of summers while he's trying to uh become, you know, a full time Full-time NHL piece, but even at the weight that he was at last year, you know, I thought um, only had 10 hits, but five games, you know, he was physical, he was willing to uh, throw his weight around, um, and he was, you know, solid on his skates, and I thought he did well in a checking role for the Blackhawks, so uh, I'm super excited about Whistle landing this extension here. Uh, he'll more than likely begin next season in Rockford along with Hardman, um because of all the depth that the Blackhawks have in their bottom six at the moment, like I've talked about in the past couple of episodes. But being only 22 years old, and he just turned 22 this summer, uh, he's still pretty young in his career. He's only seen 78 games of action at the AHL level so far, not even a full season in the books. And in those 78 games, Whistles racked up 15 goals and 23 assists for 38 points. He's actually been one of Rockford's more consistent point producers since he's been there. They've kind of struggled offensively uh, the past couple of years. I expect Entwistle to start the season down in Rockford once again, Um, but like Hardman, I think he'll probably be one of the first call-ups in the season, I would imagine, or who knows, maybe if he puts together a strong training camp, he could put the Blackhawks' coaching staff in a position where they kind of have no choice but to leave him up at the NHL level, and even if he was an extra forward, if if he's not playing regularly down at the AHL level, I know that's probably the way the Blackhawks want it to go, but even if he is serving as an extra forward, I don't think practicing practicing with the NHL guys every day, that's probably not the worst thing for him either at this point, Uh, so... This is just another story that's worth keeping an eye on once training camp opens up here in probably just about a month or so, I would imagine. We're already getting to the latter part of August, which is pretty crazy. Uh, But another contract extension given out here by the Blackhawks to their depth forwards, their third in the past week as Mackenzie Entwistle is now signed on in Chicago through the 2023-2024 campaign. All right, that takes care of the McKenzie Ent Whistle extension. Coming up in just a moment, it's time to start my deep dive into all of the Blackhawks selections in the 2021 NHL Draft. But first, I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com. RockAuto is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. Why would you choose to spend 30% or even as much as 100% more for the exact same parts at a chain store or at a new car dealership. Chain stores and car dealerships have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're always reliably low. The rockauto.com catalog is also remarkably unique and super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and you can even choose the brands, specifications, and the prices that you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and they're also the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that you'll ever need for your car or truck for the best possible prices. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. I just got done talking about forward Mackenzie Entwistle signing a two-year contract extension on Wednesday. Moving on now, it's time to get into my deeper dive into all the Blackhawks selections in the 2021 NHL draft. First, of course, we were originally thinking that the Blackhawks would be picking at number 11 in the first round. I did a ton of breakdowns on prospects that were Expected to go in that range for like three weeks leading up to the draft. No worries. But of course, on draft day, the Blackhawks wind up trading the pick to Columbus. I can't be too mad, though, because they got Seth Jones. They were needing a number one defenseman all summer. That was their biggest need heading into the offseason. And they wind up getting Seth Jones, who... I'm pretty excited about it. I don't understand all the hate out there for Jones right now. Before we go and dictate whether or not this was a bad move for the Blackhawks, well, why don't, why don't, you know, why don't we let the guy go out there and play and uh, show it for himself? I think that would be the reasonable thing to do. Um, so the Blackhawks, they wind up swapping first round picks with the Blue Jackets in that move. And for what it's worth, if the Blackhawks did hold on to that pick, Matt Coronado. Who, were they, who they were super high on apparently, would have been available. Same with Cole Sillinger. And also, goaltender Jesper Walstead slid a lot further than I expected. He would have still been on the board for the Blackhawks as well if they held on to that pick, which was pretty tough to see, I have to admit. And that extra first-round pick really was the killer in most people's eyes regarding this trade. I guess the same can kind of be said with Adam Boquist. But to be honest... It really did have to be one or the other there going to Columbus in order to get Seth Jones. They weren't just going to give him to us for free. So they wind up swapping first round picks here. Columbus ends up with number 11, and they did wind up taking Cole Sillinger. And the Blackhawks ended up with the final selection in the first round at number 32, and they took 6'2 defensive defenseman Nolan Allen, who really, no draft analyst or website or anyone had going here in the first round. There's, there's pretty much no way around it. Going with Nolan Allen at number 32 was a reach for the Blackhawks. And the reason for that is because there's just really no offensive upside to his game at all. In 81 NHL games so far for the Prince Albert Raiders since part of 2019, um, he really became a full-time player in the WHL in the 2019-20 season. He did get seven games in in the latter half of the 2019 season, though. But altogether, in 81 WHL games, Allen has only recorded three goals and eight assists for 11 points. He's still only 18 years old, but just nothing about that side of his game really has stood out so far. Defensively, though, there is a lot to like with Nolan Allen. Obviously, He's big and physical, being six foot two and over two hundred pounds. He knows how to use his size to his advantage, which will be a theme that stands out when breaking down these picks for the Blackhawks. Um, and he's also shown that he, had, for his age, he already has he understands how to have solid gap control, and he can also be a strong penalty killer for his team as well. As for his skating. It looks pretty good. It doesn't project to be, you know, a huge asset at the NHL level, but he's a good skater for his size. It's not going to be a detriment on his game, which is the biggest thing. So basically, all in all, by most accounts, Allen projects to be a bottom four defenseman at the NHL level who's, you know, big and hard to play against in his own zone and as I just mentioned, will be able to be of service on the penalty kill unit as well. But because of his lack of offense, it's just, it's hard to see all that much upside here for Allen, and it's hard to see him projecting to be a top pairing guy in the future. And that's the biggest trouble with selecting him here in the first round, even with it being the final pick. This, this was a little bit of reach here for the Blackhawks. Um, it, It's just, it, it's tough when you don't have that soli- i know it's late in the first round, and at this point, you know, you're kind of throwing uh, a dart at the board here, but with no offensive upside to his game, it's just hard to see how he's going to be a-, a big factor in the lineup for the Blackhawks in the future, and that's the question mark with him going so early. There was even question whether or not Allen was going to go in the second round of the draft. So going at number 32 for the Blackhawks, I know they're excited about his defensive game, and they feel that he he still has more to add offensively than he's shown so far. Um, it, it's just, it's trouble a little bit. But I, they did add some size and physicality to their prospect pool on the back end. They do need a little bit more of that. Uh, and, and we'll see, you know, if it's going to be One or two more years for Allen with Prince Albert in the WHL. Hopefully, he can add a little bit more to his offensive skill set. um, But I imagine it's going to be a couple more years for Nolan Allen in the WHL before turning pro and joining the Blackhawks organization. Next up, the Blackhawks, they stuck with the brother pattern that they created earlier in the day with the Seth Jones acquisition, and they drafted Kirby Doc's brother Colton in the second round of the 2021 NHL draft at number 62. And honestly, this seems to be most draft analysts' favorite pick by the Blackhawks. Doc, he took a strong step this past year in his draft season with the Saskatoon Blades, which was the same junior team that brother Kirby played for, of course. In the 20 games played that Colton got in this year, they were unfortunately only able to play 20 because of COVID-19. But he made the most of those 20 games. Doc wound up with 11 goals and 9 assists for 20 points, a point-per-game player in his draft year, a strong tick-up offensively than he had shown in the year prior. And for being six foot four. Really what it was about was Colton showing off his impressive puck play for his enormous frame because not only is Colton a really strong goal scorer, that's probably his biggest asset, it's that strong shot of his, but he also proved that he can be a uh, a good playmaker and he can use his size to his advantage in the offensive zone as well. He has that passing ability and the overall strong hockey IQ in order to make things happen in the offensive zone with the puck on his stick. He doesn't have to just shoot it. he He can make things happen as well. However, the biggest question mark about Colton's game, just like his brother, is his skating ability. Because even at the WHL level, that's been a little bit of a problem for him from time to time. And he's definitely going to need to get quicker on his skates in order to be uh, a middle six forward for the Blackhawks in the NHL. And if he struggles in that department, you know, it, it's going to hinder his playmaking ability. I don't think, you know, the the skating aspect doesn't affect the shooting ability at all. If he's open in the offensive zone and he has time and space, he's going to beat a goaltender. But as for his overall playmaking ability, kind of like it has with Dylan Strome the past few years, it just makes it harder to skate into the offensive zone and create space and set up your teammates. You know, that's really the, the side of the offensive game where if you can't skate at a high level, you're going to struggle. So if, if he's not able to add pace, the NHL projection doesn't look that good for Colton Dock. But so far in his, in his young career, because of his size and his scoring touch, he's been able to hang and prove that he can be uh, a valuable asset offensively. And with that size and scoring touch, there is a, there is a chance that Colton can be an NHLer for the Blackhawks, but as I just mentioned, he got, he's got to work on his skating in order for that to happen. But I will say, because of the scoring touch, he's been able to light it up in the past at all the levels he's played at. If, that winds, if the skating winds up improving... This could be a very sneaky good pick here by the Blackhawks in the second round. Doc is a very dangerous player with the puck on his stick in the offensive zone, especially if he's in a position to shoot it and if he can get faster and stronger on his skates and work on his pace and become He doesn't have to be a great skater, but if he can keep up, you know, that's going to be huge to his game and uh huge to his just overall ability to not only be able to create in the offensive zone but become a a service and a value to the Blackhawks on the back check as well and not have to worry about his defensive game. So a lot of upside here with Colton if that winds up happening. Uh, and in my opinion, at least, probably the biggest upside pick by the Blackhawks in the NHL draft with Colton Doc here in the second round. All right, that takes care of the Blackhawks' first two picks in the 2021 NHL Draft. Coming up in just a minute, I'm going to get into their next three picks, one in the third round and then two in the fourth. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Bilt Bar has a ton of awesome classic flavors like coconut, salted caramel, double chocolate, and they now also have a couple of new flavors like strawberry and grasshopper cookie. They also have cookies and cream, cherry barcia, and many more flavors, all of which are covered in 100% real chocolate and are also soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKED15, capital L and LOCKED, then the number 15 to get 15% off your next order. One more time, be sure to check out Built Bar for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our exclusive promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. I also need to talk to you all about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Major League Baseball has taken over for the summer. If you're a baseball fan, this is your favorite time of the year. Football season also is right around the corner, and UFC is in full swing all year round. So for any sport you want to gamble on, you can get all the latest news, odds, and info with Bet Online. They have real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today. And be sure to use our exclusive promo code LOCKEDON, that's one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your, fi- on your first deposit. online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I just got done discussing Blackhawks first round pick, Nolan Allen, and second round pick, Colton Dock. Before I wrap up the show here today on this fine Thursday morning, I still got three more picks to break down. First, the one trade that the Blackhawks did make during the second day of the NHL draft was trading a 2022 third round pick to the Carolina Hurricanes in order to move up to number 91 in the third round, where... They kind of went off the board a little bit and selected six foot seven, nineteen year old defenseman Tage Harding from the Fort McMurray Oil Barons of the AJHL. And honestly, there's just not a whole lot of scouting reports out there on Harding's game, other than people talking about his size. I mean, six foot seven, two hundred and forty pounds at nineteen years old. I mean, that that tells you all you really need to know. And clearly, based on the trends in their first two rounds, the Blackhawks were looking to add size to their prospect pool, be it at forward or defenseman. And they got a whole lot of size here in the third round with Tage Harding. Six foot seven. I mean, we'll see if he pans out to be anything. Uh, again, just kind of seems like a shot in the dark by the Blackhawks. But hey, you know, that's how it goes here in the later rounds. And for his size, one thing I wanted to mention for Tage Harding, he's actually. Put up some decent offensive numbers in the past couple of years. Now, I know he's not playing in a major junior league or anything, but he did have 13 points in 16 games last season. Five goals and eight assists. He was adding in both categories. And uh, one thing I also wanted to mention is in 2019-20, when he got his first full season in, in 46 games played, Harding racked up 82 penalty minutes. So... At his size, you know, I'm going to assume he's very willing to drop the gloves and has no problems with getting physical. And I love me some of that. So, uh, interesting pick here by the Blackhawks in the third round, going with six foot seven left handed defenseman Tage Harding. And then with their first of two picks in the first round. The Blackhawks, they, they may have landed their best value pick in the 2021 NHL draft was six foot four, 210 pound left handed defenseman, another big lefty on the back end. The Blackhawks, third and four picks. They got Ethan Del Mastro from the Mississauga Steelheads of the OHL. Although, because the OHL didn't have a season this past year, like it was for a lot of players, it, it seemed to only hurt Del Mastro's draft stock a little bit, which is just so unfortunate. None of those players deserve to not get to play in their draft season, but at least Del Mastro did get to suit up for Team Canada at the U18 Worlds, and he put together a, a pretty solid performance there. He was really good defensively, uh, which is his bread and butter, and he also added two assists for Team Canada as well in his seven games played. But like Nolan Allen and Tage Harding, Defense and size is the name of the game for Ethan Del Mastro. He's got good gap control. He can break up rushes with his physicality and his long reach, and he's very strong along the boards and in front of his own net because simply he's just a lot bigger and stronger than most of his competition right now. He's already well over 200 pounds, and he just turned 18 back in January. Uh, Also like Harding and Allen, though, the offense and the skating is... The, really, the the question marks for Del Mastro's NHL future, the defensive side projects out well, um, but because there just isn't a lot of offense there, I believe, uh, I don't think Del Mastro scored a goal in like three years, in his first year with Mississauga and the OHL, he only had seven assists, uh, and then obviously he didn't get to play this past year, and then with Team Canada, he only had two assists. Um, so just not a lot of offense there, and also there's a kind of a worry that, uh, there's a worry of whether or not he'll be able to skate his way out of trouble at the NHL level. Um. That's the worry with Del Mastro becoming an NHL player for the Blackhawks in the future. But so far in his career, Del Mastro has not let his skating ability be a detriment on his game. He's shown that uh, he can make the simple passes and the the good first pass to get out of the zone. But he's like all these guys really for the Blackhawks so far. He'll definitely need to add some pace to his game in order to become an NHL player for the Blackhawks. Then the last player in the 2021 NHL Draft for the Hawks that I'll be breaking down here today is the second player they took in the fourth round at number 108, which was really the first guy that size wasn't the first thing that uh, immediately stood out. They took 18-year-old combo forward, Victor Stjern, I think this is how you pronounce it, Victor Stjernborg from the Vaxjo Lakers of the Swedish Hockey League. Uh, Another player that I think, you know, could be, a good value pick for the Blackhawks here in the later rounds because at just 17 years of age this past season, Sternborg found his way into becoming a uh, a consistent middle to bottom six forward for the SHL champions, already playing against grown men, and he was a regular in that lineup for Vax Joe. Uh, although, you know, he didn't put up impressive offensive numbers or anything. He only had four points in 30 games, which isn't that shocking for... A 17-year-old playing in a men's league, but he did already show just an incredible work ethic and and strong, uh, strong hockey IQ, and just he's able to make the most of what he has in his game. There's, there's not really any, you know, puck skills or speed or or physicality that pop for him, but he just has, you know, a, a competitive nature and a willingness to to do the little things in order to get in order to to get his team to win. And again, a a strong hockey IQ in those aspects have been able to carry him so far throughout his career and landed him in a professional league last season despite being just 17 years old and, and so young in his development. And while that may not be enough to carry him into the NHL, it's gotta count for something, you know, that he's been able to consistently make jumps from league to league to league. And this past season proved to be, an asset and a value to uh, the champions in the SHL. And that's a league that the Blackhawks look at and take a lot of players from. So we'll see if Victor Sternborg is able to add a little bit more to his skill set in the future. Again, he's still very young and raw in his development. He just turned 18 over the summer. Uh, But with that work ethic and his experience of already playing against men at such a young age, who knows, you know, maybe in three or four years or however long down the the road, you know, maybe he could be somewhat of a sneaky addition to the Blackhawks pipelines. He's definitely uh, a player worth keeping an eye on over the next couple of seasons and worth watching his career path as he'll probably uh, more than likely continue on playing over in Europe before making the jump over to North America and turning pro and joining the Blackhawks organization. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Thursday, August nineteenth episode of Locked Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to follow the Locked Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to check out the Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day by simply following the Lockdown Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag. And you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Don't forget that the next episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, I may have a show coming out tomorrow. I'll probably do part two. Uh, if not, though, be sure to start submitting questions because we got Mailbag Monday coming up. So for any questions at all regarding anything related to the show,